0: J Train Podcast, J Train Jared Free, coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. That's right, every Monday we take your emails, your stories, your questions. We answer them as thoroughly and thoughtfully as we can. And I want to thank you. Thank you for telling your friend, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa anyone in your life about this wonderful show that we put on every week and that's the thing we're here to take your brain put it on the shelf listen to other people's problems we got so many great emails and if you want to be a part of this show jtrainpodcast.gmail.com that's at jtrainpodcast.gmail.com send your dating relationship lifestyle all the stuff that Vexes you. I've never used the word vex. Oh my God. New to the word vex uh, that makes you wonder Am I a dick? Am I being uh, too much? Am I making the right decision? How should I decide what to do? So, Podcast at gmail.com. Keep sending them in. And, ooh, when you tell your friends, it feels ooh so good when you let someone know about this great show how do you do that make your Instagram story send it to the group chat if there's a situation here that relates to someone that you were just talking to at the brunch table send it on over be like hey skip to minute 12 and go listen to this email it's just like you and here's why would you do that because when you talk to your friends, you got to look at their faces. They go, well, what should I do? And, and you're like, well, you should break up with them. And they go, oh, what? And you're like, oh, you don't have to. You could also stay with – see see how hard that is here? We don't have to see their faces. We don't have to see the quivering lip. Oh, 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 oh break up and I'll be alone. No, no, no. We can do that for you. So keep sending – this podcast around, also we do a Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Fried. I'm doing two extra episodes a week, $5 a month, patreon.com slash Jared Fried. I do an extra luxury lounge on Fridays, I answer every luxury lounge complaint, also I do Coffee with J Train, if you're listening right now, there's a new Coffee with J Train, probably up, but last week's was about going to Providence and doing shows for the students at Brown, I'm also on the road, Ooh and listen it's the Monday after taping the special thank you to everyone who came thank you to everyone who came to all the workout shows and getting me ready for that show um, I, I can only assume it went great I have to live in the land of positivity I'm sure it went well so thank you all to com- for coming if you're listening right now I'm gonna be in San Diego, California Houston, Texas Dallas, Texas Toronto we added a fourth show Vegas, Perrysburg Irvine, California Oklahoma City also adding dates in Europe that's right Europe, that's right. I'm a, an international comedian. So get on that, Jaredfree.com. Very excited for today's guest. First time on the podcast, hilarious comic. Gabby Bryan, thank you for coming on.
1: Hey. Hey. Great. I can't to believe you're going to Europe.
0: We'll see. It's it's happening. It's all Where? happening. I think what I was told is London.
1: <gasps> no. I was
0: told Berlin.
1: No. Yeah,
0: yeah. We're going to do it. anal. I'm going to do anal. That's, uh, again. Um, all right. The, um, where else? Amsterdam. Okay. Dublin. So, okay. Yeah, we're putting together a little European thing. So i Hot excited. and sexy. Yeah, I'm hoping there's p you know it's funny someone was like how do i email your podcast from europe i was like the same way you do it from the fucking united States. <laughs> it's a completely
1: States? different ip address yeah so. i don't know what it's a yahoo in, in europe
0: yeah i need uh, so i'm hoping the european fan base which i don't know if it exists or not is is hearing these words and starting to you know now you know here's the thing i think what we do with a podcast is you go it's just me alone no one else listens to this weirdo, and it's yes. like, yeah, but tell your friends about the weirdo so I can go to your weirdo place mm-hmm. and come to Berlin and do anal and all those things.
1: You have to go to the big club. What's the big famous club?
0: What is it? What Where do you everyone mean?
1: fists each other and it's just like a blast. Really? It's called something her, uh, uh, or something. Is Berlin
0: known for this? this yes. Is- a Berlin sexual awakening in is Berlin is a
1: sexual place. You're going to have to wear all latex, no jeans. You I do that on them. planes
0: anyways. I don't.
1: Oh, on planes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All I, latex I, or I anal. I want to make
0: sure I'm sweating as much as possible for sure. the anal that comes at the end of the flight. you, you got to lube up. Yeah. yeah. I get it. Yeah.
1: Well, that's great.
0: You have a podcast called a podcast. And, and speaking of Europe, it's called Le Podcast.
1: It's called Le Podcast. It is everything French and also nothing French.
0: What is the premise of the show?
1: It's me and my best friend Zach Senor, comedian. Okay. Gay comedian, even. Okay. And there's very no French of you. Very French in that he's gay and I'm a girl. Mm-hmm. And that's all that there is that's in, all of France. In Paris. Uh, we just talk about fucking guys and boys and okay, guys and boys. <laughs> we give a lot of advice too okay it's kind of a self-help podcast by two people who shouldn't be giving it to you at all
0: very nice
1: yes and we wear berets sometimes
0: really yeah well that's nice so what what type of, do people write in is that how it no, goes
1: no no we give you kind of um exercises that you could do at home
0: what's an exercise someone can do
1: so okay you know when your parents get a divorce
0: I, I don't know, but I can imagine. You don't. Imagine.
1: What the fuck? Thank
0: goodness. I your parents to go are together? There. Oh, yeah. If my parents got a divorce, oh, I couldn't do two phone calls during the holidays. Oh, I, I'm stress. happy I can get it done in one call. Right. Talk to them both with one yelling over the shoulder. It's mm-hmm. really, it, and I, it's like a band aid ripoff. I'm happy right. to just get it over with. But so, you get double
1: presents when your parents are divorced. That's the one pause. Yeah. I don't, I,
0: I, the double presents thing. There's a moment, I guess, that at a moment in life, I'd be like, thank goodness. But I never really had that moment where it's like, when are the presents? Co-? Like, oh, yeah. I gotta, I, I, I'm, I'm very privileged in the sense that, like, I, I was never in a presents family.
1: Okay. I, I do
0: think there's two different things. Like, I think there's, like, if you're good, you get your Christmas gifts. Right. And then there's also, like, if you need to go get whatever the fuck you want. So, like, I, I don't know. I don't know which is better. Because in my mind, I don't think anything's that special because I've never had like... Deeply sad. The, right? So like everything's just like, whatever, go get it. You need no. a shirt? Go get the shirt. Right. But then again, you know, there's also the nice thing of like, oh, I don't need to be gifted into things, you know? Sure, like I yeah. do what I want.
1: Wait, you're Jewish.
0: Yeah. Do you do Christmas? mm
1: No. Oh, so you don't even know what the fuck I'm talking
0: well, about. Well, we got Hanukkah, we get gifts, and we get... Birthdays, Jews have birthdays uh, Jews you know, do ha- I mean, I though, am a Jew I'm, yeah. I'm speaking
1: as if I'm not, but well, we do everything You're Jewish? I'm half, I'm half halfsies
0: Half, which half? My dad Your dad? Yeah So did you get Christmas and Hanukkah? Yeah See, I never liked the Jews that celebrated Christmas It always felt like a betrayal
1: it, And it is yeah. um, But Hanukkah's not fun
0: Hanukkah runs out of steam real quick.
1: Real Hanukkah
0: quick. night one. Ooh, we're doing this. Okay, and then night. Candles. F- yeah. Ooh, we're blighting them. We're doing the prayers. Presents, holy shit. Things are happening. Uh-huh. And then you get to night four and you're like, and your family's like, yeah, we're doing the prayer. And they go, When are the presents coming? And then they're like Yeah, you got one on night one. You're done. It's over. And you
1: go, socks? (laughs) Yeah.
0: No, not even socks. The socks you already wore, they're washed.
1: They're We did your fucking laundry. (laughs) Yeah, we did
0: your laundry. That was your present.
1: Yeah, we we did Hanukkah, and then it was kind of just always really a buzzkill, and then Christmas was the pop-off. That's the one. Yeah. See,
0: they say the Judaism goes through the mother. Mm. That's what you are. Yeah. But I would say beyond the religious aspect of that... The holidays are through the mother just because the mom does all the work. Yeah. So it's like if mom cares about Christmas, you're getting Christmas.
1: Exactly. You'll kind
0: you'll get a dad Hanukkah, mm-hmm. which is like you know here's your yeah but you know your your can of beans
1: mm-hmm. and a, a bucket of gas, right. Well, my dad. I don't know if you've ever seen a picture of him, but he looks like a woman. So he kind of drives the you, holidays. Your dad bag. looks like a woman. Yeah, my dad has long blonde curly hair. Really? Yes. So he's actually the one who's pushing the holidays. He's more of the, my wow. my dad's very much show a mom. My mom very much show a dad. How that, about that?
0: I guess that's kind of how it works. I guess, you know, if you think about it, if you want to go genderless in this world that we live in today. And we, ha- and we have to. Yeah, and that's the move. Mm-hmm. Um, you can understand that there's, so, well, there's always someone at the forefront, someone in the back, mm-hmm. the background. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I guess in traditional, there was like strong dad who doesn't do holidays. And then there's mom like, we're going to have a Christmas. Yeah. But I guess it's nice. This is a more, you know, a modern family, so to speak.
1: Yeah. Listen, my dad wakes up. He brushes his hair and he says, we're doing Christmas.
0: He Long hair. Long hair. What's that like, a dad with long hair?
1: He kind of looks like a drag queen at times. And that's fun. Really? Yeah. Um, you know, he has a lot of product.
0: Do you discuss product with your dad? Of course. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I remember growing up going into the pharmacy and being like, I need a eyeliner. And my dad would go get me one too.
0: Come on. Swear. Is your dad, he was getting eyeliner? Eyeliner. What did he do? He's a musician. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. So so he was like a rocky rocker. Yes. Like hair band, I'm assuming. Yes. The the timing kind of makes sense for that. Yeah. Wow. What was that like?
1: It was funny. That's why
0: I'm a comedian. Right. What does he think about you going into comedy?
1: Oh, he loves it. Oh, he fucking loves it.
0: They say musicians want to be comedians. Comedians want to be musicians. It's
1: true. My dad has some crazy stories about doing drugs with Sam Kinison, actually.
0: Really? Yeah. And what was that like?
1: He doesn't really remember, Does he
0: say to you? Does he, like, think, like, because I don't, are you a drug user? Are you a drinker? Yes. You're a drinker. But does he, like, hear your stories and he's like, What the fuck is that he's like like, you're a bitch, right right right. you're (laughs) a
1: little bit i did meth
0: right and because like the thing is you hear about comedy you know the sam Kinison days the 80s so to speak you know the way they lived their life was just not how you see it happening today there's yeah there's business people doing comedy right no it was completely different right
1: they would like do a bunch of coke and then he would go do an hour and my dad would be like i couldn't even speak
0: right Coke would help an hour, I guess, but you know.
1: I guess, but your pacing would be like, da, 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 da,
0: da. that's what he did. Yeah. You know, if you think about it. Well, so, the podcast, you give, what would be a process that someone, uh, 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 are you talking affirmations
1: here? Kind of. Okay, so back to the divorce, if we okay, can yeah. even bring it back then. You're a divorce. Uh, you're getting your parents are getting a divorce. You're a child. You mm. go to a child therapist. I okay. don't know if you ever experienced that. As a Jew, you <clears throat> might have. No. Okay. And they kind of take. you through. We want an through all natural,
0: raw dog this childhood. Raw
1: dog this childhood. You, they kind of take you through like brain exercises that get to the root. Okay. So we do a thing called inside of your brain, and you have to like picture the door inside of your brain. You go through it. You tell us what that looks like, and then we try to figure out what that means about your psychology.
0: Okay. This. So you're doing kind of like. Uh, Id.
1: Id yeah. What's id? Like id, like um, like your subconscious. Is
0: your co-host
1: also you know? This sounds
0: like how no rich qualified. kids got you know got <laughs> went to therapy and then they were like over therapized mm-hmm. and, and I don't even know if that's the word. And now you're like giving like a a version of that, going yes. oh, I heard this once. You should try it.
1: Yes. Yeah. This and is we it. went to theater school, so it's getting real zany. Oh, yeah. So this is like getting.
0: This is like watching a trainer giving a class Mm -hmm. outside, and then taking it from afar. Yes, is what your listeners are getting. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like in the in in bridesmaids, like they're like. Yeah. trying to get all the the moves from the class so everyone go listen to the podcast Please. go get your affirmations go you get good. your your monday morning therapist yes so to speak from gabby brian and her co-host um go follow gabby hilarious comic at gabby is brian go follow get involved i'll have it all over my social media let's do some emails you ready? hell yeah let's go jtrainpodcast.gmail.com if you want to send it in I I don't know, there's a weird way to title it. I he publicly tweets OnlyFan models on Twitter. Okay. Jared, I love your show. It gets me through the tough days. I'm addicted. <gasps> I met a guy on Bumble while traveling in the UK. I'm 38, he's 45. Let's call him Andy. We hit it off, had a second date, slept together. Spent the night talking and cuddling. We did not discuss keeping in touch or visiting each other after my trip, but he's been messaging me every so often since I got back and has been pretty flirtatious. I was pretty giddy when I got back from my trip, but realistic. When I came across his open Twitter account, which has, which has his full name on it and a recent headshot of him in full view of his profile, every single like and tweet reply was to an OnlyFans model, ages ranging 19 to 48. Or not necessarily OnlyFans, but various women who post nudes on Twitter, close ups of their cleavage, or even videos of them masturbating. There's not only public likes, but also comments on them as though he knows the woman posting them. About 90% of his followers on Twitter are random OnlyFans models trying to gain a following, and likewise, the majority of the accounts he follows are these nude women. I don't mean to seem like I'm stalking him daily, but I've noticed that he comments and likes these videos almost every day. Does he not care about his public image? He has a senior position at a firm and has a professional reputation. His Twitter account and profile pic and handle are the first things that come up in a Google search. Someone could easily search him and find his daily comments to these women on Twitter. Not that we're dating, we hooked up on my trip, and I'm not jealous, but I'm actually kind of concerned. I've been <laughs> interested in this guy and considered visiting him again. It's come up in conversations, but now I'm wondering what would cause or compel a man to like and comment on these pics and videos daily? He's smart, charming, char- charismatic, and attractive slash handsome. I find it weird. Now I'm wondering, is there something wrong with my ability to meet a normal, decent dude? He seems so cool and all together when we met. I was surprised to find this not-so-secret Twitter situation. Maybe he can join a private forum site to do this, or is this problematic and a sign he's depressed and lonely? Should I broach the topic to him gently and urge him to at least change the profile pic slash name, uh, make his account private? Thanks. I liked him, but this may be a deal-breaker. What do you think, Gabby Bryant?
1: This feels like a classic case of you dating someone in your forties, their 40s and they don't know that their profile isn't private.
0: I, I, you know what? I thought about that and I can't imagine that to be the case. I really? can't imagine him being that stupid. Like I I I do think like my dad isn't responding to OnlyFans people I hope, <laughs> but I've had my know. dad respond and like to people that have responded to me on Twitter, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, the egg, you know, like he's got like, you know, but it's his full name. yeah, And he's right above this age, you know, like yeah. he's, a, you know, 20 years above this age. So like, he kinda gets it, doesn't get it, knows he's public, doesn't realize you could be searched. Mm-hmm. I think 20,
1: 48, I don't know, I,
0: it would have to be really dumb to be a senior position, but if people have done du- done dumber.
1: 48 is not 42. 42, I feel like right. 42 knows. 48, that's 50. That's I right. uploaded everything to Twitter because it asked for a picture and it asked for my full name.
0: And then you kind of forget about how you uploaded those things. I mean, that is the most empathetic way to look at that. That's yes. the most kind way. Sure. There's another thing where, like when I read this, I go, well, how does he rationalize this? Uh-huh. Like everyone writes the movie where they're not an evil person, where mm-hmm. they're not creepy. Mm-hmm. I don't think that if you were like, "Hey, I came across your Twitter," and you were like, "And,", and then I don't think he's like, "Yeah, no, I, I just I use it to really get in touch with the women I masturbate to." Yeah, like, what? that's
1: my. That's what I do. Right.
0: It would be weird yeah. if that was the case. If you. And if he did openly admit that, I would be more curious than anything else. Like I'd be like, well, tell me more about this. Why are you so free and everyone else is so worried Uh about how they're perceived or how people see them? You seem to be a professional person. I would also wonder if the story I was told by him was true. What story? That he has a professional life and that he's a senior Uh account manager. It just doesn't seem like whatever... Job or that he has, you go. How could someone be so aware in person and and what they're doing? It's funny at the end of her email, she's like, "Is there song or something wrong? There must be something wrong with me."
1: And no, by I the don't way. think so. No, at all. and first of all, you could stalk him every day if you want to. She mentioned this in her in her blurb mm. that I don't know if it's weird if I stalk him every day. Stalk him every day. Look him right. up. That's fine. Be a girl. You're a girl.
0: Well, it's also totally normal. Yeah. To have this Crush. romp and rendezvous, and then you go, who is this guy? Uh-oh. All of us, and all of us have this like online persona, mm-hmm. regular persona. I think for the most part, our online personas are a little bit of a lie. Mm-hmm. You know, there's Instagram versus reality. Most of our online personas paint ourselves in the best of pictures. That's why you hear this and you go, what does this guy know that I don't? Yeah. How is this guy so f- you know, I, Free. I, free. I think of him as free even though what he's doing is like, weird and off-putting. I agree with, like, the off-putting nature of it because yeah. it's like, you're messaging, you're for, in your 40s, you're, like, also... DM, also. You, well, Why is it public? Thing, he knows enough to how to follow a, a 19-year-old OnlyFans, how to find them, how to get followed by them. You know, the, to me, like, you can't be so smart in one way and so dumb in the other way.
1: But you can. But you know. really can. I, I also
0: think that this guy, like... It, this guy is obviously, like, I think there's something he's not really telling you.
1: Sure. And, and another layer to this is the fact that he's British. And I've dated about 45 British guys. 45. 45, ultimately. And I will say that they always seem like they're together because they have an accent Mm -hmm. that is crazy is classy in its own way.
0: Right. He's like so, jolly ho. And he's like, all right,
1: I got a job and yeah. I got this. And you're like, wow, that's he's great. so together. He has a queen right. or a king now, <laughs> you know? And I right.
0: think he wears plaids. He's yes. got the jacket with the elbow pads. Of and cor- you're like, oh, he looks like he- a professor. Yes. And then you come to find out he's just a creepy dude. He's like everyone a creepy else. creepy dude. And yeah. he's
1: 48. And, how old did she say she was? 30-something?
0: 30 38, late 30s. I mean, like, I understand. It has got to be exciting. I, I betted this guy. He's texting me now. Mm. But here's the other thing. What it does, and I totally understand, like, the turnoff angle of this is like, oh, now these nice things he's messaging me. He also messages to someone that he may or may not pay also he messages someone that he's like openly just attracted to all these women yeah and it just takes the light, you know the shine off of it
1: yes and be attracted but i don't like i don't want to know someone's uh you know, porn searches. I don't want to know who else in this world you're attracted to unless it's like Angelina Jolie.
0: Right. Well, yeah, there's appropriate and classy versions of this and there's not. Mm -hmm. You know, listen, you want to be doing an OnlyFans? I think there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I could understand why finding out about someone's OnlyFans, we've had people write in the past where they go, I don't know what to feel about this. I'm I I, I think I'm a liberal person who supports mm. sex workers or perfor you know, wants people to be paid for what they put out in the universe. And then they find out, well, your husband is a OnlyFans supporter of, you know, Jenny sixty nine, and then they go, Well, Jenny sixty nine only has a thousand supporters. <laughs> and it's like, Yeah, he's in at the ground level. Good for him. He's you investing know, he, in a business. Yeah, he's being supportive. Don't know what you want. And then they go, Well, not this way. You yeah. know, and, you go, and I understand the you know the taste of it ain't so great. I mm-hmm. can understand how. Listen, we want to be supportive. Then you get to the point where you're supposed to be supportive, and you, you're not as supportive as if you like to be. Right. What
1: I would say to this, would you say something? I would. I would say, hey, uh, did you know your Twitter is public?
0: Right. I would too. And then it just, I would. Ha- I need more, for, especially from someone that you've had one. In, you've two dates. Vacation interaction, hook Vacation hookup. You're seeing if you want to like make this work keep going
1: but also there's no you could never see him again so you kind of can say whatever you want right you know what i mean you could be like hey leave it open-ended and just see what he says it's totally
0: okay to go what here's the thing you can feel like you escaped (laughs) you know like you had a good time you had your romp it was was fun and fun and Mm -hmm. a vacation and now you go to say hey would i go back again my dad has said this his whole life. My, my whole life. He's like, you can never fuck a dude who has an OnlyFans. No, I'm kidding.
1: My dad. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> no, my, Is your dad my
0: dad? Yeah, my dad my whole life would say you can never repeat. So that was like always like a thing. What do you mean? So if you go on vacation, you go, that vacation was the most fun ever. We got to go back. Right, right, right. He goes, it's never going to be as good as the first time. It's never going to be as off the cuff as the first time. It's never going to be as romantic. It's never going to be as wild and fun and British and whatever it is. Mm -hmm. This is the moment where you realize life doesn't repeat. You can never go back to the moment where you met this guy in a bar and you were in Europe and you had this fun sexual thing. You can't go back to that. Now you've seen the Twitter account. Now you've seen... You can't unsee. You can't unsee. And
1: also... There is something so sexy about a man who has no social media like that. That's the hope. You meet a 48 year old Mm -hmm. guy and you go, please, for the love of God, don't be online because you don't have to be. Right. And then you find out they are. And that even before the OnlyFans, you're like, oh, God, he is a public Twitter
0: with a headshot
1: with a headshot.
0: Right. New enough to upload the headshot. A new one. Yeah. Doesn't know enough that these are public. I think he knows. I think think he knows. I think you think it's gonna, more demonic. To me, she has to be okay with resetting the next hookup if it ever happens again. Right. You have to go in under new circumstances with the things you've seen. So this can still be hot and steamy and sexy, but I would want to know who is this person? You have to go in. You're never going to have the first time again.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're never
0: going to repeat, just like mm-hmm. I just said. So right. I would say to this guy, so what you said is right. This may be one and done. It's over. Yeah. But if you want to see what the deal is, I think it's okay to be curious. Hey, I just Googled your name because I don't know. I was You thinking could be about a murderer.
1: You. Make it a joke.
0: Right. Make it a joke. I was thinking about you. I was a little wet today thinking about you. And okay. I, wanted, I wanted more info. And then I found your Twitter. What's going on there? Just open ended. What's yes. going on
1: there? So, what's happening?
0: The The best case scenario, I was hacked. Another yes. <laughs>
1: oh, that would be A you relief. will you will rest easy that night. I was hacked.
0: J Train Podcast at Gma.com. J Train Podcast at Gma.com here with Gabby Brian At Gabby is Brian. The Podcast is the podcast. Tis the season for clean balls. Manscaped is the one-stop shop for all your holiday needs. Their shampoos, body washes, upstairs and downstairs deodorants, gels and exfoliants cover absolutely everything needed to keep you clean. Dad have those nasty nose hairs? Save his life with the weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. The shears 2.0, their full kit for nail care. With scissors, clippers, tweezers, and file are great for any guy on the go. Top off the stocking with the crown jewel for their family jewels. The Lawnmower 4.0, the electric razor's advanced skin-safe technology is a life-changer that reduces nicks and cuts on his Santa sack. Manscaped is here to make the holiday shopping a blast by giving products they'll love and make them laugh. Here's the thing. Great gift. Great way to bring your man into the self-care world. It's got a little jokiness to it, but it also has great products. I have, the whole kit is a giftable set. It's great to go under the tree because you wrap it up, it'll look like, It's something big and wonderful. And then it is. It's just a bunch of great products. So you can get 20% off and free shipping with code JTrain at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code JTrain at Manscaped.com. Manscaped for a perfect gift that will be the holiday's biggest hit. I, I agree with that. It'll be good. Is it reasonable to break it off with someone if they've revealed they have herpes? Oh. Hey, guys, huge fan. I'm in desperate need of some perspective on my relationship right now. I've been back together with my ex for about a month now, and things have been moving pretty fast. We were together for almost a year, but it was a pretty toxic relationship, and he ended up leaving back in May. We've been back together for just over a month, and the relationship is seemingly healthier, but I still have my reservations. He was pretty insistent on moving in together since that's what we were planning to do before he broke up with me. He's now in the process of moving in with me. However, this past weekend, he dropped a bomb and confessed he has gotten oral herpes, HSV-1, while we were broken up. I got tested before we got back together, so I know I didn't have it, but I'm going to get tested tomorrow to see if he passed it on to me. I'm having a really hard time figuring out what to do. If If I don't have herpes, I don't know if I'm willing to get herpes by staying in a relationship in the relationship. I love him, but I'd be lying if I said I was 100% certain we could make things work this time around even without the monkey wrench of herpes entering our relationship. He said if it was the other way around, he wouldn't even question getting herpes for me. Am I wrong for questioning whether or not this relationship is worth getting herpes over? I appreciate any advice you guys may have. What do you think?
1: We're talking stigmas, baby. Right. We're getting into stigmas. First of all, before we even get to herpes, moving in together. That feels like the bomb for me. Right. Moving, you just got back together and you're moving in together. I would,
0: I would maybe. Well, on that note, Getting back together doesn't mean you start where you left off. Exactly. And it seems like that's kind of where they're at. They're like, yes, he freaked out, broke up with her. They get they break up for I think she said a month. Okay, a month. That's not long. Uh, No, it's not long, which is actually part of the problem. Yeah. So um, he,
1: he he went around. We were
0: together almost a year, but it was pretty toxic. We ended up at, uh, leaving back in May. We've been back together for just over a month. Okay. So like okay. they've been back together for just over a month. So they got, bro- let's let's call it this timeline that we're living in right now. Mm-hmm. December, they broke up in May. So he takes right. the summer off and now they've been together since November, maybe October. Sure. So it's like, and at no point did he reveal until they were moving back in that he has herpes. I agree with you. It's First of all, you ended a move out, move in. You don't go straight to move in. You no, have to no, no. You re- reset, set. and not reset is like, oh, we're gonna go for drinks uh-huh. and do a first date. But reset is like, how are we gonna work this out? Like, there. Yeah. It's funny you brought up therapy in the beginning. It is funny. Well, because this is like they're doing therapy on their own. Yeah, like they are at level ten of like relationship counsel need, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, we'll figure it out. We'll just move in." They they've skipped all of that, and it's probably because they're young, and I get yeah. that. But and you think, "Well, we'll
1: figure things out." But this is like a mess. This is a mess. This is a big, big mess. I have also rushed into moving in with people, and I get it. You get a little overzealous. You mm-hmm. go, and rent will be cheaper. Let's move in together. Once you move in together, thinking, think about the move out process. Right. Don't forget that part. If if you break up, there is going to have to be a long and horrible move out process. Yeah, Keep I that went. Th- in mind.
0: I went through that. I mean, having moved in with someone, then. It ended and having to move out. I wouldn't move in with someone unless I was totally sure that this was like like I was, unless I was sprinting towards moving in. Right. That would be my advice from someone who went through that. And if I was to do again, I would be sprinting towards not like, we'll see how it works out once we move. No.
1: Mm -mm. That's
0: advice number one. The other thing, this ain't about herpes. Nope. This isn't about herpes at all. Like, Mm-mm. listen, can a couple exist when one person has herpes? Yeah, of yes, course. There's medication. Not the biggest deal in the world. Go, Erica Spera uh, is a hilarious comic who, who's been on this show, talks about it very yep. openly. To the point she went on an episode of You go up with the episode of You Up where she talked about it. Ease my apprehension about herpes. Like and and There's
1: medication. It's all there, good. It's, it's good. It, what's happening now is he is saying I want to commit to you and you're saying, I don't know if it's worth it.
0: Right. And and I can understand that they're, they're like, is my reason, do I sound frivolous? No. Think about how this happened. This person broke up with you, mm-hmm. then went on the, out in the summer, contracted something. Yeah. So he was out there hooking up, not really being safe, mm-hmm. but got oral. I don't know if I'm as you know, safer than the next person, you know, I mean, you can get it. It, can happen. Get it. If you get it, like I, I can understand it happens, but still, and then runs back to you again, doesn't tell you this. And then brings it up once he says, and then says, well, I'd get herpes for you. if No, no, no. Manipulation. That's, it's a very manipulative thing. And, and it,
1: he waited till he's already, the, the move-in process is happening. So that's, right. all, that's we're, we're talking traps.
0: This is all manipulation. Yeah. So it has nothing to do with, the, the herpes is the right hand, you know, distracting you. The left hand is this person who hasn't really learned their lesson mm-hmm. is seeing you as some is going oh my god I can I I know exactly what happened to this guy. Yeah. This guy broke up, he didn't want to move in, he wanted he wasn't sure about this relationship, broke up, goes out, goes on Tinder, Hinge, all the apps, hooks up all summer, contracts herpes, finds this out, goes freaks out a little bit, yep. goes I need to calm down my life. Yeah. So then he goes to the one constant he have, you who's been there for him, who was looking to move in, and now you're sitting there going, and then he goes, oh, I can't relieve. Really, I got to get her in before I can really, uh, give her this information yep. to let her know that like, I'm a different person than how I left it. Mm-hmm. So I don't trust this person. It's not about herpes at all.
1: No, it's about trust. It's, uh, I would run. I would run for the hills. I would yeah. say, hey, we need to slow down. Moving in is not a good idea. And let's let's go on dates, let's have our own space, let's you need to kind of get back your like judge to wanna date him. Right. To you don't even know if you're in. Right.
0: He's gotta work for it. Work yeah. you know, saying, him sweat for it. Saying I made a mistake and saying, Oh, you know, I would get herpes for you like it's some sort of like Romeo and Juliet thing. No, no, no. That's no. not like things he's doing. I would say to this person the fact that he's in the process of moving in. Oh, like he's moving in a couch. He's like, oh, and by the way, honey, I have herpes. Like what?
1: And if you don't get it, then you don't love me.
0: Right. I don't it, trust him for None of this, this all second. sounds very manipulative. And, and yeah. I, if I'm this person, what you said is right. I think you got to readjust. If you stay in it, let's take a step back and readjust. Yeah. Hey, I, and it's going to be hard. You got to mm-hmm. say, hey, we're not moving in get your stuff out. I need separation and I need to see work from you to want to make this a real relationship. Yes. Until then because I think she would feel better if he was like working I I can't even encourage this person to go back to him. I think this is over.
1: I think you should break up. But also and and that's because it sounds like from these these few paragraphs that you're not all in. Right. You can't live with someone you're not all in with. And you need to sit back by yourself and reconsider if you even want him back. It was
0: a toxic relationship before. Mm -hmm. She said that in her email, then gets back together and she's like, with him, he's in the, and then says a very big detail. Girl. Yeah. Girl. After being physical with you now you got to go test it again.
1: Yeah, also so, that he just put an errand on your list. Like, how disrespectful right. is that?
0: I you gotta end this one. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. here with Gabby Brian. Go follow at Gabby is Brian. The Podcast is the podcast four hundred dollar wedding gift as a plus one. Are you in a relationship? Are you seeing anyone?
1: I'm single, but I'm a fucking uh my ex.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you relate to the last person? Yeah why back to the ex
1: because it's so goddamn easy he lives on my street
0: it's easy i've
1: been doing the round i i broke up with my ex and then i i do this thing where i go fuck all my exes to see if i was right and then i go i was right and then um you know so i mean i mean this the person
0: from the last email should hear you said they're going back to that ex because it's easy they're it's not going easy back they like them it's
1: convenient
0: and convenient how I guess because you, I guess you know each other's bodies sexually. That's one part of it. You know each other's emotions, so that's part of it. You know where where you know where you you feel comforted by them, where you feel you know where they comfort you. Yeah.
1: And there is, you know, there is like a there's different kinds of breakups, right? Sometimes you feel really slutty afterwards. Sometimes you feel asexual, Mm. and then that I was experiencing the experiencing the asexuality, and then it was just.
0: Like towards new people where they, like, you were trying people. to get back out there and you're like it's not working. Sit
1: down at a date and you go, Do you have siblings? Like oh, we have to do this again. Right. That's not your type of date. No. And you so The effort. You need, I wasn't willing to put X. the effort in. I met him at a music festival when I was on mushrooms. Music festival of mushrooms. So yeah. he's English. Okay.
0: <laughs> there we go. So he seemed put together. He's like, These mushrooms are dandy. And, oh, you know, like, oh my god. By
1: golly. <laughs> I love these mushrooms.
0: Jared, I've run into an issue that I need your guidance on. My boyfriend and I have been dating for three years and was invited to his cousin's wedding in New York for New Year's Eve. FYI, my boyfriend and I live in the South. Since we don't live in New York, I've only spent limited time with his extended family when visiting for short trips dating three years limited time okay we are now about two months away from the wedding and we have just been informed by my boyfriend's mother that we are expected to purchase the bride and groom a $400 gift minimum I was immediately blindsided because I wasn't prepared to contribute an amount that steep especially for a family that I'm not officially a part of (laughs) I was under the impression that my boyfriend's parents were responsible for that and he and I would chip in a decent amount. It seems as though that is not the case and we are expected to do our own thing. Am I crazy for being angry about this? I don't go to many weddings, so this is a normal stand So is this a normal standard amount or is my boyfriend's mom trying to keep up with the Joneses? Mind you, I don't know where exactly she's getting this $400 minimum from. It's not on the invite and she wasn't told about this minimum by family, so I'm really confused and so is my boyfriend. I understand weddings are expensive and I appreciate being included, but I don't think I'm responsible for splitting a gift with that type of price tag for my boyfriend's cousin. I'm not even sure if I would spend that much for my own cousin's wedding. <laughs> my boyfriend and I are not engaged and he's not very close with his cousins in general, considering he moved out of New York when he was just 10 years old. So what are your thoughts about the plus one etiquette in relation to this gift? I want to do the right thing, but I am also not made of money. I p- always appreciate it. Sincerely, the broke plus one. What do we think?
1: Do not. Don't you fucking dare. Right. Buy that gift. That is First of all, it's not you as a girlfriend. Right. That is not even on you at all. If anything, your boyfriend has to bite bite the bullet and your, buy
0: it. Your presence is your present. Yeah. As a plus one, you are doing a favor. You are a you are a uh, you are a piece of jewelry. Yeah. Being worn by the person bringing you and you are arm expected candy. arm candy.
1: Uh-huh. And you're
0: expected to be pleasant, you're expected to be fun, you're expected to not get too drunk, not get too wild, mm-hmm. be a fun person at a wedding, adding to the general aura of a wedding. Yep. That is your responsibility as a plus one. The gift, no fucking way.
1: No fucking way. Not a dime.
0: Way. I would look at my, I, first of all, it's your boyfriend that you need to talk to. Not and you're dropping
1: little little Easter eggs in here about how you don't feel so committed about the boyfriend. I don't know if you caught those. I
0: caught them. And it's funny that that's, it's very female to use that as like, you know, the three years in, and she says, this sentence made me chuckle a little bit. Um, I wasn't prepared to contribute a, that amount that's steep, especially for a family that I'm not officially a part of. Oh, That fuck. is code for like, ahem, no ahem, ring. I'm not doing this for someone I have no commitment from. Yes. So, and then she says, um, she even brought it up again. Uh, my boyfriend and are not engaged and he's not very close. You know, when you mention the non-engagement, I get it. You're adding, you're like, you're trying to gain us as your your teammates in this argument. Yeah. Engaged or no engaged, you're a plus one. You are brought... You, it's not your name's on, uh, on the invite. It's so-and-so yeah. plus one. Right. If your name's not on the invite, you ain't adding to the gift. It's also... It's not like it's his sister. No, well, it's that's the big... Ba- it's his cousin. When she says keeping up with the Joneses, that's, that's what's going on. Yeah. You're entering a family where there's issues. There's the, issues. The mom, her and her sibling are in competition with each other. Mm -hmm. It's about money,
1: it's about prestige.
0: Right, and they wanna look good against the backdrop of the sibling, whatever that is, brother or sister, whatever it is. I'm assuming the grandparents are still alive yeah, because the grandparents will get reports on what people gave and if everyone was appropriate and who gave what and who did the right thing, who did the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. This is a measuring contest, you are entering into it. It (sighs) is really the responsibility of the boyfriend To lead you through the maze, the haunted house that is his family. Yes. And right now he's not doing it. She's writing in here. Yeah. $400. You shouldn't even hear about that. You shouldn't
1: even know that a gift has your name on it. Right. You shouldn't even fucking know. What does she do? I think you say, listen, honey, this is to your boyfriend if you don't fucking propose soon, no, no, no. I think you should be like, I don't think uh, this is my responsibility. Right. I will help you pick something out, but I don't think financially it's appropriate for me to contribute.
0: Uh, also, there's a registry. You yeah. shouldn't, the idea that you have to spend 400, like the dollar amount is insane. That's made up. It's made up. It's made up. It, it is a, they're hoping that the cousins do $300 gifts and you do $400. You are entering into a competition you had nothing to do with. I And you can go to the registry. That's the other thing that blows this whole thing up. You can go to the registry, get the $50 gift, and yeah. be like, that's something they asked for. That's done. It's over. Get them a so, cup. Get them right. a goddamn so, mug. So that's how we both know that this is bullshit. Yeah. The reality is I would go to my boyfriend and be like, hey, I... And also when you're brought on the wedding, and again, if you can't afford it, don't do it. Yeah, I'm not saying everyone should do this. Yeah. I'm not saying everyone needs to bring the girlfriend or the boyfriend, needs to ante up $400. I'm saying you can say to someone, hey, I'm not gonna bring you because I don't have the money to like bring you, and then yeah. they can go, well, I would love to come. I'm gonna pay for my own hotel room. Okay, I feel comfortable with that. I don't feel comfortable with that. That's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. This is you going to them and going, hey, I've been thinking about this. I, do, I really can't understand how I'm responsible to give a gift to right. your cousin. I'm happy to come with you. And don't make it about the engagement. I think that's a mistake.
1: No, no, no. Because no, when no. she writes
0: in the email, all it sounds like is you finding – and I. this is not fair – but it sounds like you trying to angle at ways to get into the conversation about why you haven't proposed yet.
1: Right, sure. Right. Sure, but this is a good I'm opportunity. I'm not even a part of
0: this family.
1: who are- Well, maybe once I'm a, I am actually have the last name. <laughs> right. I think, but this is an opportunity for you to do some digging into a family that maybe maybe you want to be a part of it. Maybe you don't. Maybe I right. don't.
0: And it might be, you know, yeah, you might look at this and go, oh my God, I don't need to, I don't need this fuck? shit. yeah. And well, I would just say to this guy, hey, what are we doing about this gift? I would start with yeah. that. What do, you, what do you, how do you feel about this gift situation?
1: Yeah. What and do then you, what let, do you.
0: Yeah, let pay. him talk. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this gift? He's going to go, yeah, I don't know, 400 is really expensive. And it's like, do you feel that I should be paying for the gift? Yeah. I would say that. Yeah. Do you feel that I should be paying for the gift? Well, I don't know, you know, because I, I, I'm going to tell you how I would do this.
1: Mm-hmm. I if this would go, were my cousin. If this
0: were my cousin, I would go to the registry. I'd pick something out and I would get it and write a nice note and I'd put your name on it and I wouldn't get anything that I couldn't afford.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. And, and don't make it about my parents would help. Don't do that because you don't want to put any like opinion on his parents. You want to say, I would do this. I would, you know, go to this gift and then let him talk. Yeah. Why do you disagree with this? It's okay to disagree, but why, uh, how do you feel differently here?
1: Yeah. Because maybe he absolutely agrees with you. You just haven't had a good conversation about it.
0: And also, men don't know how to speak to their moms and disagree <gasps> yeah, with their moms. Famously,
1: especially if it's one of these families that it's all about position the and power. Right. Yeah, maybe he's scared of his mom. He absolutely
0: is. He's scared of going, Hey, I don't give a fuck what the cousins think of us. Yeah. And she's going, We need a $400 gift mm-hmm. because then grandpapa will know that we are the good family. And it's like, No. No. J-train podcast at jtrainpodcast.gmail.com, <laughs> jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. We're sponsored. Give your home a holiday refresh in time for the yearly family visit. Oh, this is for a family that Perfect. is worried what uh, people think of them. Brooklinen makes holiday hosting so easy you may be tempted to do it again next year. They've got everything you need to outfit your guest room, grab a great gift, or treat yourself to something cozy. I'm a huge Brooklinen fan. Me too. My bed is right there, covered in Brooklyn, beautiful, nice, professional, good, mm-hmm. comfy, cozy. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about Brook Linen. It started when they were on podcasts. They were advertising on podcasts. When I get advertisers here, I'm like, okay, this is like what the kids are doing these days. My mom now asked me for Brooklyn. My mom it is Hell made yeah. it, it is it is it is quality stuff it's always been quality mm-hmm. but to make it into Momland USA you gotta be good you gotta be good
1: I have all the towels
0: they're great I have the towels
1: I'm obsessed with the towels
0: Brooklyn's luxurious home essentials feels as good as they look and offers something for everyone with an expanded collection of home fragrance Ooh. the coziest robes and all the bathroom essentials to make an oasis right at home Brooklyn makes something for everyone on your list that's the thing My bed looks like a hotel bed. Genuinely. It's like, it looks right. Save time and money with holiday bundles. Your holiday hosting prep has never been simpler. On top of all the coziness on the horizon, Brooklinen is offering something extra special for first-time customers. Visit brooklinen.com today and save 15% off your first purchase and free shipping. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com for 15% off on your first purchase and free shipping. Orgasmlessville.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Jared, Feather, Feather, thank you for all you do. You're the highlight of my commute every week. Well, thank you. I'll get right to it. I've been dating a man for just over a year. We don't live together, but see each other nearly every day and have sex at pretty much every meeting. However he 's the first partner in my life who orgasms less than half the time we fool around. He has no problem getting aroused and tries to come to the point of physically hurting me. I try to never make a big deal of it, but and he assures me that it has nothing to do with me, but it's taking a toll and making sex more stressful and painful for fun than more pa- more stressful and painful than fun recently. All of the normal culprits of this that I've heard of alcohol, antidepressants, stress don't seem to be rational because in our uh, causes in our situation. Our relationship is good, but I just want to feel like I can make my man climax and not get super sore in the process. Is this normal? What does it mean? For reference, I'm 27, he's 36, help, drying up in Denver. What do you think? I the feel painful,
1: for her. the painful point. No, no, no. So the painful thing, you know, You're getting fucked to death, is what I'm hearing.
0: Right, and and listen, we we hope this sounds. It's in the land of consent, and yes, yeah, it feels like the painful thing is a product of two people who. Are trying really hard.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> right, but, but he's not really taking her into account.
1: Sure, and I don't think men truly understand how when sex goes a little bit too long, it does truly start to hurt. Okay, your vagina walls.
0: Right, right, right.
1: And n- they don't know that unless you tell them. Okay, this is a this is a conversation of communication. Yeah, you need to you need to be clear about when you're like, hey, seems like you're not wrapping up anytime soon, but I physically have to.
0: Right, and it, it's funny, like. It's interesting, this email's, like, it's interesting because she's like, she writes, I, uh, she's, she's doing this for him. Mm-hmm. And I think the service of him is holding both of them back. Yes. Because she writes, our relationship is good, but I want to feel like I can make my man climax, okay? But my right man. now, they're trying to... Walk through a room with the lights off mm-hmm. because it sounds like they're not talking about the things that need to be talked about. Yes. So you're right. The communication thing seems off. It seems like she was like, Oh, I, I want to make you come. And he's going, Oh, no, it's not about you. And then they stop talking. Yeah. Because, okay, at least it's not about me. And he'll just get off the way. You need to be a tag team. You need to work together. This coming is a group project. Yeah. This needs to be two people holding hands. Walking down the come road of life,
1: <laughs> the come road of life. I think that goes for both sides. And I wonder I, if you're coming. Is there any mention I mean, of I, that? She, I would assume that's the thing. She she has left her feelings off the
0: table to oh, make sure that he girl. gets off, and it's like I think you need to. First of all, she needs to let him know this is hurting
1: me. Yes, first and foremost, you don't need to walk with a limp the next day. That's no. not. It's not. If it starts affecting your day to day life,
0: no, we don't need peg leg Pete walking no. around no <laughs> just like what's wrong with you uh tough day at the office like
1: yeah. i <laughs> like, my boyfriend fucked me for 45 right. hours
0: yesterday and it's stressful and i here's i think these it's almost interesting to me because you say all these uh, causes antidepressants, stress don't seem to be rational i i don't know what the issue is i'm not a doctor mm. those are all reasons you hear before i think you know, you know how a lot of women are like, you got to like, you know, foreplay. You enjoy foreplay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like, men like foreplay, but then there's a point where like, okay, yeah, no, let's but go, let's go. Let's move it on. Yeah. But that's why the men skip foreplay a lot. They don't mm-hmm. think of it for themselves. Women like foreplay. Women, you know, kiss of the neck, touching the, you know, the butts and things <laughs> of those
1: natures. The butts. Yeah. Don't forget the butts. Maybe, speaking I of think- the butts, maybe you need to put a finger in his butt. I this is kind of what I'm getting at. I think he needs foreplay. Yeah.
0: I think you have to let him know. I think you guys have to work together to do some off sex items. Yes. That lead you to the sex item. And I think you have to like we gotta talk. You two have to have a conversation. You
1: have to first I mean it looks like you're doing some spy work, trying to figure out if he's on antidepressants, if right, he's trying to right. figure out all these things. You need to straight up ask him, like, how can I help you come? How can I help you?
0: Right. And also while saying that, I'm having issues. You have to let him know like this isn't working for me. How do we come? And she needs to trust what he says. It's not about you. It isn't about you. No. And I think that's where this kind of comes from. I think, you know, from the guy side, if you don't come, it's like, what have I done? I've raised a child wrong. Yeah. Like, you know, it becomes the the woman's cross to bear. And it's like, yeah. no, this happens. Men can't come sometimes. They get hard. They're having a good time. Just like in the same way, a lot of women say, I'm having a good time. I just can't. This ain't going to be I, it for me. Yeah. It just,
1: it happens. It happens. That's okay.
0: I think what she's doing is she's so...
1: Intense focused
0: focused on cum that she's forgetting let's just have fun with this yeah and hopefully the cum comes but i think the cum comes well, yeah the, the uh, rat tat tat on the cum cum okay <laughs> episode I, title right so i just think if she got together i think what they need to do
1: mm.
0: here's what i would do for her let's have a naked cuddle okay naked cuddle yeah touching skin to skin like he's erotic right he, like he's your baby Okay, Okay. you're holding him against your nape. You start whispering things into his ear, admitting things that you'd like.
1: I one time killed a man in South America.
0: That yeah, things
1: that are sexy but
0: dangerous. Sexy. Start admitting. Get vulnerable with him. Yeah. And and you give give vulnerable. Get vulnerable. So I'd be whispering things. I've been thinking about this. I'd like and this and this conversation, skin to skin. I think is a good opportunity to go. Sometimes we go a little long. I want to do some other things. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, you, 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 you give the hard info and then you press them with a hug. Sometimes we go a little long and it's starting to hurt me. Can we try some other things? Yeah. Hug them in. Bring him in Right But I think this is all Communication based I think there's a There's a foreplay route That could help it Finger in the butt All that good stuff Bringing toys in
1: Maybe try having sex less Get a little pent up If you're having sex Every single day Right They're like Don't you want to get a little I miss you I miss your your body You know Like maybe Prolong
0: And this is the thing With this I'm making an assumption here But when you're with a guy Who Who You know thrusts with power to get the cum out of him. It's very male. Yeah. It's very not emotional. It feels very, you know, transactional. So, like, the idea that he's like, I gotta, you know, I gotta get to the end of this road is just not very, like, artsy.
1: <laughs> yeah, truly. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's not very liberal arts of you. I, right. I think you need to enjoy the journey, maybe.
0: Right, enjoy the journey. Dance in the streets a little bit. That's, yes. And I think you're, do- you're not... I think that's somewhere you can talk with them about. That might be easier to talk about. Like, hey, we need to like we're we're doing too much, too quick, too much hips, not enough. You know, jazz, junior, jazz, right, right. Make
1: right. it jazz. Get in the shower, make out for a, a while naked before right. you even. Hey, let's
0: slow it down tonight. Let's yes. do all. Hey, all sides, no entree. That let's Sometimes, have a
1: family style.
0: Right, all sides, no entree night. So you go all sides. We're gonna hey, would you wanna do like an all all other stuff no penetration night? <gasps> now you can start getting creative together. Mm-hmm. J Train Podcast at Gma.com. J Podcast at Gma.com here with Gabby Brian at Gabby is Brian on Instagram. Go follow the podcast is the podcast. Boob question.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: Dear J Train. Thanks for all you do. Let's get right to it. A few months ago, I had a mastectomy on both boobs to present breast cancer because of a genetic mutation like Angelina Jolie. PSA, common in Ashkenazi Jews. I did get breast implants, but because of the surgery, my boobs do not look like regular implants. And it will definitely be obvious to anyone who sees or touches them. Also, I have no sensation in my boobs or nipples. How and when do I bring this up to someone I'm casually dating? If I want, If I wait until we're hooking up, will this ruin the mood? I want to explain the mastectomy so it doesn't seem like I just have a really bad boob job, but when when would I bring it up? If I mention it too early, do you think men would fetishize it or want to hook up just so they could see it? Please help. Sincerely, a non-Persian Jew with ten to lose. What do you think?
1: I think you need to take this one right off the bat.
0: I think the idea of a guy fetishizing, first of all, Ever, there's men out there with fetishes for everything so yeah. I can't tell you that's not gonna exist but that seems like a stretch for me the yes. idea that like you are across the table from someone and you're like I had a double mastectomy and the guy's like go ooh, on ooh, mama. <laughs> yeah, like, oh
1: mama oh like, yeah
0: that feels ooh, I don't think that's gonna happen oh and and, and because of the mastectomy the boob job is a little different. It might look a little different. Oh, yeah. Keep going.
1: Oh, fuck. Yeah.
0: And I'm not saying you don't look great. I'm just saying like the, yeah. the, to go down that road, you'd, you would have to notice that this guy's a weird that dude. That man
1: would be a sociopath. I'm, right. I'm sure everyone will have empathy in that moment when you bring it up.
0: I would hope so. And I have it for you. And I'm happy you took care of those things. Yes. And I'm sure Congrats. you look fantastic. And, and I'm sure this is a weight lifted off of you mentally. Yes. Which is like such a wonderful thing. And I think it'll make you more comfortable for a lifetime
1: and boob jobs rule by right. the way good for you those. have big honking tits right everyone's gonna love them first and foremost i've
0: been with women who have gotten boob jobs i've been with women that have uh scarage of some i don't even know if that's the right word yeah it's never th- been a thought for me i've never i'm just happy to be in Boobtown usa like I'm men not. are just happy
1: to be around a naked woman at right. the end of the day and it's that's base basement level
0: when to bring it up, I've always thought, I've had people bring it up to me, like at, if they were a little self conscious and I've always appreciated it and never mm-hmm. really thought twice, it would be like as we're making out and like shirts are coming off, they've said, I just want to let you know, like I, I've had, and I, and I, my response was always like, I, I think you look great and I'm sure yeah. you look wonderful. And if they don't come at you that way, I don't know a way that another way for them to respond to that that wouldn't involve you kicking them out exactly
1: so really once again a good test
0: it's a good test i i mean have you Are there things that you've wanted to explain to guys before you hook up with them or the insecurities i mean i think everyone has those
1: yeah i guess i mean i'm a i'm usually like just just go for it and Mm. if they bring it up then fine I, if it makes you feel more comfortable like you think they'll be hyper focusing on it then absolutely bring it up you could bring it up in a uh, empathetic way you could bring it up in a joke way
0: right i I think bringing it up is like great because it gets if, for you for the yeah, person so who's it's out of your head it, out of your head like you're gonna feel more comfortable if you go hey just want to let you know I had like uh, a little operation like I in like yeah just put it in the way that makes you feel best and you're gonna be immediately comfortable because I, I would hope right. that anyone I've been in that situation with, I, they go, and I say, oh, no, it's like, I'm sure you look Literally. amazing. Like, I'm, I'm so yeah. happy to be here. And then they go, I hope that makes them feel better, that they go, oh, okay, it's a nothing. Yeah. To me, it's a nothing. The sensation on nipples, I mean, like, that's a thing where you go, okay, I know not to concentrate there. Like, I would hate to be, like, licking right. someone's nipple thinking I'm like, you know, you you know, looking at an androgy- androgynous zone being like, Yeah, I'm really nailing this and they're like
1: Can't even feel yeah, I don't even my know elbow. you're in the room right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I think I forgot about the nipple play. Absolutely. Then then you should bring it up. Um, I think you should just understand that no one is gonna think twice about it. If they do, they're a bad person. Right. And uh it sucks that you can't do nipple play, but you there, I mean, the world There's is your oyster. Honey, well, I,
0: I think that might be a good way into it. If yeah. they're wondering like, how do I say this again? I don't think it's a, a, at the table while you're having drinks. I think this mm-hmm. is like in mid makeout, in the moment in the moment. You a little whisper in the air. Hey, I'm a little self. Saying I'm a little self-conscious is actually like a nice opener.
1: Yeah. It's a nice um icebreaker.
0: You're being a little vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Hey, I just want to let you know I'm a little self-conscious. I, you know, I, I had a double mastectomy. I mean, that might be feel weird to say in the throes of things. Yeah. I had a you know I had a little surgery. I don't have um, you know you can even stay away from the mastectomy conversation. You go, hey, I'm a little self conscious before like we move forward. I I had a little surgery and I don't have feeling in my nipples. I just want to like kind of let you know.
1: Yeah. So you don't waste your time. Right. You can make it fun. <laughs> right. You there's a way of making this fun.
0: Right. Don't like, waste your time in nipple town. I want nipple. you on the vagina. I want you going hard. I want you down there. 30 minutes, 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah, you can coach commit, them up.
1: Commit. It's, uh, you should get a whistle. You should get right. a whistle and a, and a visor. And you can right. also be like, hey, you can, I got I got new tits. You want right. to see them? You want to like, see these new boobs? You want to yeah. see my new tits? Brand like,
0: new. Brand right off the new. shelf right
1: designer
0: you could take a little pointer and go you're not gonna want to lick here <laughs> you're gonna want to lick up here by the air lobe and ah, here ah. weirdly my knee
1: weirdly my knee. <laughs> just keep get keeping... a laser pointer
0: right here's where you're gonna want to lick sir my toes <laughs> my toe. i'm into that shit yeah that's right let's You've, talk you feet. found a toe woman mm-hmm. you know like finally
1: <laughs> your fucking dream
0: you did it yeah so like you could make a fun thing about it but i, yeah. I think like this all comes in the form of like direction and men want more direction than maybe you would believe
1: yes and talking I think once you rip off the band-aid of talking in bed like at first you're always like oh I don't know it's scary whatever Mm. and then when you start to do it you're like whoa this is awesome I feel like a dominatrix
0: right and then that's a fun different you know role play in itself yes this is actually like going back to the woman with the guy who can't come like even like her starting with like, I'm a little self-conscious to talk to you. Like that's yeah. start. Now you're on that road where anything can be said. Mm-hmm. Like that's like a fun road in a sexual, se- because we should be a little self-conscious in the bedroom. I'm learning something new. I'm naked with someone it's I don't weird. know as well. You know, it's a little weird. Yeah. J Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Shelby, we got time for one more. Let's do one more. You got time? Of course. Okay. I like this one. My buddy went to Burning Man and now he has two cell phones.
1: <laughs>
0: so you're a festival person. That's how you Hell met yeah. your ex. Yeah. Are you, you've been to Burning Man?
1: I've never been to Burning Man, but I do, I do want to go. And okay. I, I want to go, you know, I always believe that the girl on the comic are fighting in my mind where mm. it's like, I want to go to both make fun of it and have the best time.
0: Right. I think you make, you have, have the best time and then you're able to make fun of it. Yes. I think. It but you can, can't be like, one, I'll
1: never go to Burning Man. It's so whatever.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's like easy to be like anti-Burning Man. I'm it's not an anti anything. Punchline, yeah. Jared and a guest, feather feather. I don't know if this belongs in the lounge because it's so much. A, uh, it's not so much a luxury problem as a potentially friendship ending meltdown. Oh fuck. A couple months ago, my buddy went to Burning Man. It wasn't his first trip, or burn, as they say, I roll. <laughs> he always comes back with a new, totally unrealistic life goal that are totally ridiculous for life in the real world. This year, he informed me that having some forced-away time from the dating apps was so refreshing that he has now gotten a second cell phone, which is not a smartphone, which he will be using during the hours of 5 p.m. to 8 a.m. local time. That's, I mean, what is he, office
1: hours? (laughs) Wait, 5 p.m. to 8, so through the night.
0: Right. He has directed me and all his friends to put his second cell phone number in their contact list and to only call him on that phone if we need him after hours. Yes, call. The phone is so rudimentary, it basically doesn't text and can't handle group chats. As someone who has been on the dating apps for years, I understand how important it is to get off of them from time to time, but really, he has so little self-control that he has to... Um, I think I lost the other page. Oh, it's over here.
1: Here it is. No! There. Um... The top one, I think.
0: No, it's not the top one.
1: I have so many things.
0: No, it isn't. Do we have it? I don't know.
1: What did I do with it? Oh, here
0: it is. Okay. That he has to inconvenience his entire friend group with an entirely new phone. I also live in a different time zone for him. So now apparently I have to calculate what time (laughs) it is for him in order to know how to get a hold of him. What do you think? Can I even stay friends with him? I'm honestly starting to question it. Sincerely, not a burner phone. What do we think?
1: I think first of all, I guess only text him during the day. Um, or you're just not going to hear from him for long gaps of time. That being said, I I I like the idea of him unplugging. Mm. I think that that actually isn't a, a horrible thing he's doing. I, I I'm not no. judging him for that. I'm like, hell yeah, get a flip phone.
0: Good for him. Don't make it my problem. Exactly. That's the thing. Yeah. And at this point, yeah, he is saying, I am doing this to better myself. And that might mean me losing friends. And yeah. you have to go, good for you, buddy. Thumbs up from the sideline, but I don't give a shit. I'm yeah. still gonna text your other phone because I text. I'm still gonna, and you'll get back to me when you get back to me. This is, people make choices in life. And some choices are for them to go start a family. And you <laughs> yeah. go, you know, like starting Worse a family. Worse than getting
1: a flip phone. Exactly.
0: That, that, that's a version of getting a flip phone yes. and starting and changing your life. My friends that start a family, I can text them when I can text them. They get back to me when they can come back to me. But right. our relationship has changed. This is called growing up. You are turning into adult. He is turning into adult in a different way that he thinks will service him and make him better off. Mm-hmm. It won't work they'll you know probably I know people with flip phones that have done this
1: Yeah and and it's something I've I've considered heavily for myself right. if there wasn't if there was navigation on a flip phone I would yeah. get a fucking flip phone in a second But
0: that's the thing the people that move towards this flip phone world you you do separate from them in certain yeah. social aspects and you go hey good for you but I'm not going to make it my problem
1: Yeah and it, I guess you're it's something I picked up playing with off your table Um I guess it's a conversation of like, uh, well, do you care? Do you, like, are you invested in this friendship? It seems like you're like, wow, this one little there is thing is making one, me pull back.
0: There is only there's. I could count on my hand how many people I need to call. Exactly. So if this person isn't on that hand, who cares? I'll see it when I see you. Yeah. I, and you, you live know? in a different
1: place. You're in right. a
0: different. I promise you, a year from now, if you text them at 7pm hey I'm out with some friends I don't know if you're still using your phone but let us know if you want to come he'll answer 10 minutes later he'll be like yeah I gave up on that shit yeah and it's not your problem but don't make your improvements my problem yes hey everybody um, I got two phones now so if you want to get in touch with me I'm available from 2pm to (laughs) 2.15pm if you want to make plans with me well guess what I don't want to make plans with you that bad
1: guess what we won't be seeing each other and that's okay
0: good luck on your journey Gabby, Brian, thank you for coming on. This wow,
1: I had so much fun. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, you're amazing. Everyone go follow Gabby. At Gabby is Brian. The podcast is the podcast. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday. Keep sending your emails, gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.